0: Have you ever gotten the call, you knew it would come, you didn't want it to come, but bam, there it is. Part of the matter. Yeah, heart it the is math. the heart of the matter. And we are getting to that today. I'm so thrilled to have Howard Morton joining us here today. Executive VP, Strategic Development, Howard brings what he has learned in a 30-year period of both business and personal development as to, as we talk about uh, what it means to step into the heart math approach. Uh, for those of you listening, he has been instrumental in assisting Doc Childrey in the development and teaching of heart math's programs since since its inception and he travels the globe he talks about this and the question is what are we talking about when we say heart heart math you know what does heart math mean and yet today i'm thrilled to have a conversation with howard that is talking about the scientific research linking heart functioning with health emotional well-being and intelligence this is such a brand new platform that everyone out there can tap into i'm thrilled to have howard joining us today as a matter of fact you'll be able to uh, uh, go to his presentation and be in front of him in person for a conversation in both the seattle and the tampa clearwater area and so howard thank you so much for joining the show today
1: it's a pleasure, Dr. Pat. Thank you, and I want to thank all of the people that are listening for tuning in today.
0: Well, I went to the website, heartmath.com, and I was Im- immediately drawn in. And I was immediately drawn in because I-, I looked at the tagline that said, Connecting a Million Hearts on Earth Day. And I thought to myself... We've got to have a conversation, and I wanted to ask you that you know why is the this what is the significance right now to be looking at our hearts, looking at our emotions, looking at what's going on in our life? Why is this an important time in our evolution as a species to do it?
1: Well, I think that we're at a, a very important uh, turning point in the history of the human species and the planet itself. We're in the middle of what I would characterize as a dimensional shift in consciousness, meaning the way in which we think, the psychological paradigms that underpin the way that we operate, the way we treat each other, the way that organizations, countries, and civilization function. And I believe that a new intelligence is emerging in the middle of this, and it's intelligence not born from the mind alone, but through a combination of the intuitive qualities of the heart and the mind.
0: I love that we're talking about the intuitive qualities of heart and the mind. And I wanted to say that I love that we're having that conversation with you because you are someone that connects with us individually one on one, but you also are, you know, a phenomenal coach consultant in organizations around the world. Isn't this timely for all of us to get on this page?
1: Well, it's very timely. And, you know, when you have to take things, as our founder, Doc Childry, says, from sky to street. Meaning that the reason we have businesses here at HeartMath, the reason we develop products like the M-Wave products, the technology products, and the reason we work in very mainstream organizations like government agencies, Fortune 100 companies, and healthcare institutions, is you have to implement this where people live. You have to integrate these understandings of heart that have long been held in the confines of spirituality and philosophy and religion. You have to put them into daily living. You have to manifest these things in the ways in which we process our emotions, the ways in which we communicate and relate to others, and ultimately even the ways in which we do things like business.
0: So, you know, when we're looking at, you know, the steps that we take, and, and also you, you write about this. You write about the understanding the mystery of emotions. And you know, as I do, uh, that for many, many, many years, even mentioning the word emotions in the workplace or any place outside of the privacy of your home, was like
1: nuts. That's true. Well, emotional stress, you know, is is on the increase and has been for a long time, and yes. people are now more open to taking a look at these things. Uh, emotion is a great gift. It's wonderful. It gives us the ability to connect with life. We have the ability to feel more than any other living thing on the planet, and that's part of the wonderful gift that we have as human beings. But emotions tend to run us around, and they tend to take us on the roller coaster. But and and somehow there's been a stigma about you don't want to look at emotions. You're afraid of what you'll uncover. To me, as I got past that, you know, early in my personal growth, I began to see it as an adventure, a discovery of what I was really feeling and understanding what the currents of emotion were that were running under all my perceptions and thoughts. And as I began to regulate that more, my awareness began to change. I began to see life very differently. And so I think that the exploration of emotion and learning how to regulate emotion really to me represents the next frontier in human evolution
0: you know what is at risk if we don't this is a question i want to get to i mean you know because i get the sense um that all the work that you're doing heart math and and you know how we get to shift and create a difference in not only our behavior but our way of being is important but there is a serious consequence if we don't or am i just kind of like overreacting.
1: No, you're exactly right. It's a lot of consequence at the physical level, you know, backing up emotions, not dealing with our emotions, allowing emotions to run through our system all the time that are not good for us, like the resentments and the anger and the hopelessness, those kind of things. They're debilitating to our physical health. Science has proven that over and over again. It ages us before our time. When we take it further, emotion and not dealing with emotion is what keeps the ceiling on our awareness. We we want to have more of what. I characterize generically a spirit merging with our humanness. You know, this connection is something larger with ourselves. It can't happen until we take another level of emotional maturity. You know, this, we just can't have it both ways. We can't, you know, aspire to have all these, you know, these higher intelligence capacities without being able to really navigate life in a balanced emotional state. So the consequences are physical, consequences are spiritual, and certainly relational. We can't relate to one another fully and openly and have the connections of love, care, kindness, and compassion that we all want unless we really are operating from a very stable, secure emotional platform.
0: And so is that, in essence, the meaning of heart math? What, you know, when we look at heart math as a terminology, as something that that, that, that has been created, uh, what is it that we think about? What kind of response does the term heart math
1: generate? Well, heart math is is an unusual term, isn't it? Usually you don't see the word heart and math even in the same sentence.
0: I'll tell you, it got my attention, though.
1: That's right. It's one of those things where people sometimes think it's what a weird name, and then they never forget it. (laughs) Uh, But really, you know, heart, we have these, all of us have these understandings of heart. Everyone listening right now has their own reference to what the word heart means to them. And Doc Childry, our founder, said many, many years ago, and I've known Doc now for over 35 years, he said that, you know, what heart needed was an empirical understanding. it needed to be grounded, so the math just represents that part of it, so we 're not trying to take the the beauty and the, the love and the uh, you know the mystical out of heart, but we tried to bring it down to in a, in a, to a context people could relate to and understand and that was the genesis of our research. We knew from our own personal experience that the heart was influencing how we perceived as it had influence over our mind and our emotions. When we started HeartMath in 1991, one of the first things we did was to organize a team of scientists and researchers to begin to map out the communication pathways by which the physical heart actually does send powerful healing commands to the brain and the rest of the body. Why do we do that? We didn't need to do it just because we needed to verify something you know, for ourselves. We already had these experiences. We needed it because people need it. They need to have science and they need to have an empirical understanding to, to relate to this thing called heart. So heart math really is a, a, a system of tools, techniques, and technology all underpinned with scientific research that reawakens and, and brings new light to, the, to this understanding of heart. And then the techniques and, and that aspect of it give us the ability to then apply it in daily life.
0: Well, and one of the things you talk about, uh, you know, how it is, you talk about the 21st century heart. Yep. And, you know, I love that term, the 21st century heart, but it really calls for several other questions. One of them being, okay, if there's a 21st century heart, then apparently there was a 20th century heart, and these two hearts may be different. And I wanted to ask you, uh, what are those differences, and why is that important for us to know and understand?
1: Well, generally, I think that heart has been some, somehow looked at as weak,
0: uh-huh.
1: as sentimental, right. as something people think about on Valentine's Day. It's a nice thing to have, and, you know, sort of people refer to it generically, like what a good heart Dr. Pat has and things like that. But it's sort of cursory in a sense. And that would be the old view of heart. The new view of heart is that it's a dynamic intelligence. It's an intelligence that, that really operates on a different sort of wavelength, more intuitive wavelength. It's more refined information that comes from the heart. It has a pragmatic side as well, and then it's just that sort of innate common sense that allows us to differentiate our actions and our thoughts and you know, the things that we do in life—a common sense kind of an approach to it. But to look at the heart is more than just you know a sentiment or as a cardiovascular organ that pumps blood, but instead to look at it as part of our overall and you know overall intelligence and a source of intelligence that is essential for living a meaningful, fulfilling life in the 21st century. And to me, that would be characterizations of the differences in what I speak to when I speak of 21st century heart.
0: So, you know, part of this conversation is to, uh, uh, f- first of all, introduce all of our listeners to heartmath.com, which is the website. But also, Howard, you you are traveling. You're traveling the world. You're having many, many conversations with people. You're doing seminars and workshops. And you actually have a couple of them coming up. I wanted to ask you, as you travel, as you connect with people one-on-one, how, do, how are they receiving this? And what would you say is the most surprising thing they hear? Here.
1: well I, I, they all generally pretty well receive it similarly I, well, which is what i find interesting whether i'm in china or europe you know it, it doesn't make any difference i think people want the same thing in their life and i do have this great opportunity to travel and to speak and to talk and, and that's, that's one of the great gifts that i've received in, in my life and i think that the most surprising thing to me is how many people regardless of what they do for a living regardless of what their backgrounds are are in this process of waking up
0: I love that. I love that thought. Let's hold that thought for when we come back from break. Uh, Howard Martin joining me here today. HeartMath.com. Waking up. How do we know we're awake? What does it mean to wake up? And what can you learn? What can I learn from HeartMath and the Awakening? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
1: Reprogram your mind to be thin and your body to be free. Are you tired of being overweight? Do you feel like a failure because you can't lose weight? Join Alfonso DeRose, performance coach and master NLP trainer in Seattle on May 31st. Alfonso teaches a revolutionary new method that will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Go to TakeYourRisk.com for two free tickets, a value of $698. Visit TakeYourRisk.com.
0: Connecting
2: you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Mama Kitty had no hope. Shot and dumped in a rural area with her kittens. She was terrified, hungry, and exhausted. A good Samaritan found her and knew that Posado's safe haven could help. Posado's Safe Haven is a small sanctuary that's making a big difference to animals in need like Mama Kitty. Our mission is to improve the lives of animals who fell through the cracks, those typically not served by humane shelters. Located on 80 beautiful pastoral acres in Monroe, Washington, our barns are filled with over 250 rescued dogs, cats, and farm animals. Want to meet Mama Kitty? Volunteer with us. Make a difference to our animals as they enrich your life as well. Please visit PasadoSafeHaven.org about volunteer opportunities. Pasado Safe Haven. That's Pasado, P-A-S-A-D-O, Safe Haven.org. mca.com the year 2012 and the great shift of the ages
1: the biggest story ever and the clocks ticking tired of all the doomsday predictions Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel infinity's flower showing us a vision
2: of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it find out how at www.infinitysflower.com
1: that's infinitysflower.com the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff, think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. You know, um, one of the things I'm very, very, very passionate about uh, is to, to make sure that we are managing and taking good care of ourselves and making sure our stress level doesn't get crazy. Uh, many of you know that my stepmom passed away from a massive heart attack and there are many times I've thought about, uh, what if she would have known about this? What if she would have known about that? And so today conversation you know with Howard Martin joining me here today is to introduce us to heart math and to introduce us to a system of personal stress relief and to find out more about this uh, on the website as well as some of the events that that Howard is going to be at you know let, let's continue that conversation that, that that we had started before the break and you know and, and and that is looking at this idea of what we are facing what is the 21st uh, century heart what are we facing and you know honestly the question is can we really do much about it
1: we can certainly do a lot about it i think that first of all we can manage our reactions to the events that take place you know around us and in the world Uh, we're living in an era where we're experiencing a tremendous amount of chaos that's obvious but the same energetic momentum that's fueling the chaos is also fueling coherence—the ability to, you know, to grow and to evolve and to accelerate an awareness, you know, in a quicker way than we ever have before. The other thing that we can do is that we can make our energetic contributions through our prayers, through our meditations, through our intentions and affirmations. We believe that that has an impact on the actual, you know, geomagnetic field of the Earth. And we're launching a program in June, a brand-new project called the Global Coherence Project, where we're going to be organizing, you know, hopefully millions of people in heart focus, intention and care, not for one day, but for an ongoing, you know, process. And we're developing technology now that we can monitor changes in the geomagnetic field of the Earth. And so, in a sense, we'll be doing experiments to prove that consciousness actually impacts the field itself. And so the things that we do, the little things, the love that we put out, the care we put out, the times when we decide to appreciate something instead of judge something, all those little efforts are making energetic contributions that are really fueling this, this momentum that's moving us, the global species, and the planet towards you know something new and different and uh, much more hopeful and open-ended. So we make contributions in a lot of ways, but it starts right with how we manage the events of life that occur in, in, a, in, in our world.
0: Well, and let's talk about some of the things that you all have provided. Uh, And and let's look at this because, you know, I know many people are saying, uh, you know, my blood pressure is sky high, but I don't want to be on blood pressure medication. I don't do very well at, at meditation. And so how can I, you know, look at monitoring my personal stress level and how can I do something about it that isn't invasive? You know what I'm saying? And you all have come up with a way to do that.
1: Yeah, through our research, we've developed a technology. It's called the M-Wave. That's spelled with an E-M, which stands really means empowerment. It's a technology that measures changes in our heart rhythms. Uh, very simply, I'll just say that heart rhythms are a reflection of many things, including the quality of heart-brain communication. Uh, the technology comes in a PC form where you can see your heart rhythms, and it also comes in a little handheld unit called the M-Wave Personal Stress Reliever, which displays the heart rhythms or the result of heart rhythms with lights, little lights. And what it does is it trains you how to shift your heart rhythms from chaos to coherence. And there are a host of health benefits and awareness and intelligence benefits that come when you do that. So we developed the technology out of 15 years of scientific research to give people practical, easy-to-use tools that they can learn really how to access more of the intelligence of the heart and to, uh, to, to bring their system into a new level of alignment and balance, which is, you know, generically called coherence. So these things have helped a lot of people. We sell them all around the world in over 50 countries. They're used by health professionals, professional sports athletes, uh, mothers, business people, educators, people around the world that are finding this type of an approach, taking new forms of technology that uh, are useful in terms of improving our emotional well-being, our health, and our awareness. And that's what the M-Waves are really for.
0: Well, and you've also developed a number of different steps, which I love. Uh, The first step, which I'd love for you to address as well, you know, because this really talks to the science of it. And that's the acknowledgement that our heart signal has intelligence and, you know, and and it has importance in making choices. So I wanted to talk about that because we don't usually we don't usually look at the heart and say our heart has intelligence. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, at the physical level, the heart does send signals to the brain and the rest of the body and it does it through four different ways, which I won't describe all those ways on this uh, short amount of time that we have, but it's sending signals to the brain. Brain function is actually critically dependent upon signals coming from the heart. When those signals are chaotic, and they will be chaotic, when we're experiencing a lot of negative emotions like anger, resentment, you know, uh, irritation, those kind of emotions, the signal's very incoherent, and it impacts the brain in a way that actually begins to shut down the higher uh, higher thinking capacity that we have. Conversely, when we switch those signals by switching our emotional state to ones that are that are associated metaphorically with heart, like when we feel care, appreciation, compassion, those kind of feelings, the signal becomes coherent and it opens the brain up. It opens up the higher perceptual centers in the brain. We now have access to our full mental capacity. We can see the big picture. Now, that goes even further. That's at a very fundamental biological level. We've also done a research study showing that the heart is actually the first responder in what would be considered a precognitive experience, meaning that in research studies we've shown that the physiology is often responding to an upcoming event prior to the time the event occurs and that the first responder in that is actually the heart. In one study we did, it showed that about six seconds prior to an event that the physiology would be responding according to the upcoming event. The event hadn't happened yet, but the body's already responding like it had. Right and that the heart was first, a second and a half later, the brain began to respond accordingly. So it appears as if the heart is not only sending information, but it's receiving information. And as we learn to refine that through the skills that we teach at HeartMath, the tools, the techniques, and the tech, M-Wave technology, we actually are, are doing more than just helping our health, even though that's an important part. We're actually opening ourselves up to a new bandwidth of intuitive information.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, let's talk a minute about the upcoming presentation seminars that you are doing, because these are not just we're going to get you up here and do a talking head experience. Conference Works is bringing you to cities around the country. But this is more than just a conversation. You're also going to be doing demonstrations, correct?
1: Of course. There are real real time demonstrations, of the technology hands on demonstrations with people in the audience. I'm going to teach a skill set of tools and techniques, and uh, it's going to be great. Uh, The name of the program is Activating the Power of the Energetic Heart, and it'll be done in an evening event on Friday, followed by a Saturday event. And what's really exciting to me about these conference works events is that Joseph Chilton Pierce, one of the iconic thinkers of our time, is going to be joining me. And he is also someone who's said an awful lot about the intelligence of the heart in his work. And uh He's 82 years old now. He's still speaking. He still has a tremendous amount of of information he's sharing and and a host of wisdom uh, that I really respect greatly. So I'll be with Joseph Chilton Pierce uh, doing the Energetic Heart programs. They will be hands-on. They will be informational and experiential. I'll be in uh, Clearwater, Florida the first weekend of June, and I'll be in Seattle the third weekend of June. And the conference works, great. great conference promotional company, is sponsoring these and you can find out about them and how to register by going to the conferenceworks.com website.
0: Well, you know, it's and, and we'll make sure that everybody knows about that uh because this is, you know, this is really breakthrough technology uh, and and healing. I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that we hope for, we long for, and a fabulous alternative to going down the path of disease.
1: That's true and uh we do a lot in healthcare most of our organizational training programs that we do today, and we do them, you know, a lot of them, are actually being done in healthcare institutions. And uh, the applications of heart math in in the in a health context is one of the most important ways in which we share it. Uh, because when when we learn to, to utilize the power of the heart and the heart rhythms and the things like that, we reduce stress. It has an impact on everything from our immune system to our hormonal system and to disease states. That, you know uh, that are killing a lot of people like cardiovascular disease. So health care is a very, very important part of our mass mission today.
0: Absolutely. I want to thank you, Howard, for joining us here today. Again, I want to direct everyone to conferenceworks.com, the website, and you'll be able to see the schedule June 6th to 8th, Clearwater, Florida, June 20th to 22nd, Seattle, Washington. And so lots of information. Uh, make sure you mark your calendar uh, and be able to tap into this in- absolutely incredible, not only technology, but a way for you to uplift and uplevel your health. Thank you, Howard, for joining us here today.
1: Thank you, Dr. Pat. I enjoyed it.
0: Lot. All right, everyone, we'll see you right back here tomorrow. We've got a lot to share with you some updates on next year's Extraordinary People series and much more. We'll see you tomorrow.